Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. St. Louis ahead, heading into halftime. He does! Loops it! St. Louis City turns it around. They're up 2-1, heading into halftime. Oh, it's a giveaway to Klaus, who clips it over Sistiega and scores a wonderful goal to put St. Louis City up 2. It's 3-1. That's what it sounded like Saturday night at City Park as St. Louis City SC gets their first win at home. They are starting the season 2-0. and Taylor Twelman was on the call. He is Apple TV's lead MLS analyst. He joins us now via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Taylor, I know this was a long time coming. It was a long time coming for the city of St. Louis to finally be able to experience soccer here. What was it like for you to be able to be at that stadium for the first time as City walked out onto the pitch? Uh, surreal. Um, there were multiple times throughout the entire day where my father and I were looking at each other, asking us, if, <laughs> asking each other whether or not this was real. Um, it, it's hard to honestly quantify the moment and, and what it meant. I mean, there are generations of players that would have given anything to have played for their city in City Park, and then when Miguel Perez comes on, the 17-year-old kid. Uh, you get goosebumps all over again. You, you you just go down memory lane and thinking about what this city has been in the sport of soccer, and yet without any real pinnacle part to it regarding the you know highest level of the professional game in our country. So it it, it was everything and more. Um, and I think three points was the cherry on top. But the experience, the entire day being downtown, was uh, everything I dreamed of. Taylor, it's been a long process to get to this point for City SC, and I remember that presentation back in 2019 uh, where they talked about it being official. Has this exceeded your expectations of what the start of their inaugural season looks like? Uh, Six points has, sure. (laughs) The the on-the-field stuff has exceeded the expectations, absolutely. I think the support uh, around the city, I think the ownership, obviously, none of that has exceeded my expectations just because I knew what this city stood for. I knew what this city loves. Uh, and I know what the Taylor family's about. They do everything first class. Six points, six goals in the first two games. Yet yeah, nobody in their mind ever dreamed of that, including Bradley Carnell and Lutz Fonenstiel. So that's the, you know, exceeding expectations. But what I saw, I just think it's hard to honestly talk about because when you dream about something for so long and then you experience it for, you know, for, for life and in, in firsthand, 
honestly, for the last 48 hours, I've been texting friends and former teammates that are from St. Louis just saying, guys, I, I, I still feel hungover because of the euphoric <laughs> feeling of like experience it, and I didn't have a single drink. <laughs> it, it was amazing. Taylor, we were in the audience. We were up in the press box taking that all in as well and just kind of walking around the bowels of the stadium, and it – it was a celebration as much as anything. And I think that's what stood out so much to me as I was kind of walking around, taking it all in. It's just like, this was a party celebrating St. Louis, finally getting what the city has known. It has, has probably deserved for a really long time. And so it, it was beautiful in that regard. And then you get the three points and that just like, it, it made it the, like you said, the, the icing on the cake. When you look at the style though, too, I, I think that's part of what made it so much fun, honestly, as a fan being there, the style that this team is playing, how does that play into the way that the city, in your opinion, has embraced the team? I know they always were going to get behind them, but it almost feels like it's added another element to it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, listen, they, they, the way this style is going to be, this is a very popular style, particularly over the last five to seven years throughout the world, and especially in Major League Soccer. It's a way to outkick your coverage, for lack of a better phrase. It's a way to maximize your pieces. The sum of the parts is greater than any individual part. And so you're going to high press, high energy. Guys, they didn't connect 200 passes. St. Louis City did not connect 200 passes. And yet they had how many shots on goal, how many cre- you know quality chances. They've got six goals in two games. So it, it's going to be high octane. It's gonna, you're going to get after it. You're going to leave yourself exposed, which we saw a few times against Charlotte. But all in all, they were the better team. I mean, the goalkeeper, Cisniega from Charlotte FC, had to stand on his head for a couple of those moments early on in the game. If that doesn't happen, you know, you're looking at a different game. Yes, the goals were gifted hmm. to St. Louis City on some level, but on the other hand, they had the more quality chances. They had the better chances. Every statistical category other than passes completed and possession, St. Louis City dominated that game. So I think the scoreline was fair, uh, but it's an interesting one. Listen, I'm on the record. I'm not a huge fan of it. I think there's a hybrid version of this system, um, but you got to tip your cap to Bradley Carnell. He has got his finger on the pulse with the players who he has. I think it's going to evolve. I think Klaus and Leuven and some of these players are better soccer players than they expected. And so Bradley Carnell is going to be smart enough with his coaching staff to maybe find that hybrid. But again, guys, first two games, everyone's predicting you to finish last place or thereabouts. And you've got six goals, six points, and second most shots on goal in Major League Soccer through the two weeks. I, there's nothing else you can complain about at this moment. No doubt. And, and Taylor, I did want to get your perspective on the job that Lutz did putting this team together as well. There were a lot of people on the outside that were skeptical on, uh, as you mentioned, what they were going to be able to accomplish on the field, which is natural for an expansion team. You just look at the history and there's, there's not a lot of on-field success there for most of them. What has impressed you? What has stood out to you about the collection of talent that he has assembled with this roster? Listen, it's only two games in. And so before I compliment Lutz and the group, is guys were two games in. Yep. Right? And so the United, you know what I mean? So St. Louis City, listen, you got six points out of two games, great. But there's a lot left to be had. I think depth of this squad is a still a big question mark. Do you have enough? However, the one thing that Lutz did, and this comes from honestly observing the league and understanding where the little things can pop up that you can control, 
How many of those players did he bring over to just get to St. Louis six months before the season started? And nobody's talking enough about that. So when you bring these big-name players, Berkey played in MLS Next Pro. Leuven play like you've got to get guys over here so they get acclimated and see what life is about. Thierry Henry, David Beckham, Tim Cahill, Didier Drogba. There are some of the biggest names in the world have come here and they needed time to acclimate themselves. Lutz von Steel looked at that and said, listen, I can control that. So the sooner I bring over these players, get their living situation sorted out, make sure they're comfortable in St. Louis, that's why I think you're seeing a different kind of expansion team from the beginning. But there still are going to be big question marks with this roster. Do they have enough depth? I'm not so sure. Can Nielsen come back and be healthy and give them a legitimate bona fide center back? I don't know. So, like, there's still questions with this. But for Lutz Fondenschiel to bring those players over last year, get him acclimated, I don't think enough people are talking about that because that was one of the smartest, littlest things that's under the radar, yet it is working from the beginning because Klaus, Leuven, Ustruck, all of these players look like they're comfortable and didn't look like they just got off the plane middle of January. Taylor, one comment that Bradley Carnell had before the season began, he, he called the team, he said, it's like a, a puppy pit bull, but he said they're going to grow into a big pit bull that's going to be able to defend the house. How long of a process does that take for expansion teams to get to that point? I don't, that's an interesting one. I, I don't, there's no defi- that's not a black and white answer, so to speak. What, what, what Bradley Carnell's talking about and in describing his roster and his team as pit bulls, guys, that's the system of play. That's how they want to play. They want to be very difficult to play against. They want to play when you watch the other team have possession. The goal of this system, and it's been this system with the Red Bull Global Football, New York Red Bulls in this league, is you want to get after them, high press them. It's going to feel like it's very disjointed. Ball's going to go out of bounds, fouls, different you know, car crashes, as I like to say, all over the field. And then the other team's uncomfortable. There were periods against Charlotte that Charlotte looked comfortable, but again, over 90 minutes, I don't think they were. Uh, and that's a credit to St. Louis City. Listen, they want to be a pit bull. They're going to be a pit bull because Bradley Carnot in his playing career, that's all he was. I just think if you ask Bradley right now, has this team surprised him a little bit? And he would say yes. And I think in large part, in critical moments, they've been much more efficient than other teams two games in and if that continues then you're talking about probably the biggest surprise of MLS in 2023 and that's going to be St. Louis City fighting for a playoff spot. Taylor Twelman is our guest here on 101 ESPN. He's Apple TV's lead MLS MLS analyst. He's the St. Louis Sports Hall of Famer as well. Nothing to sneeze at there. Taylor, my final question that I've got for you, I did want to ask about the TV side of things and you getting acclimated over at Apple TV. It's something we've talked a lot about. The presentation has been incredible. We talked with uh, Don Garber uh, during halftime of that game on Saturday, and he he mentioned how uh, this being presented in 1080p is just a totally different thing for MLS. What has that side of things been like for you so far as you've gotten acclimated to the Apple TV side? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a real transformational uh, period for Major League Soccer in their 27 years. Now in their 28th year, for the first time, they've got a media partner that has the same ambition, the same energy, and the same resources that they need to take this thing where they want to grow. It, it, if you and I turned on a Premier League game Saturday morning and then screenshotted that, 
next to the MLS game on Apple TV. Apple TV is better. And that's, that's factual. That's not like what anything I'm saying. You've got 720 to 1080p. The camera looks different. Uh, the coverage is different. It's a growing process. Obviously, whatever you see over the first six to eight weeks is going to be nothing like you see 18 months from now, 24 months from now, because you've got to learn. This is a little bit of a new thing for Apple and Major League Soccer. But initially, for those of us that have been around this league and covered this league for 20-plus years, it's apples to oranges just with the cameras and the kind of coverage and camera angles that you're getting. And I think the fans, all in all, are excited about it. The other part is you've got MLS 360. That's never happened from the entire night, Saturday night, you've got a whip-around type show that now is providing you different aspects on different platforms. So you're watching the game on your TV, you got your iPhone, iPad, whatever mobile tablet you're using, and it's there. I just, guys, I, it, that's a difficult one for me to talk about now because I'm not so sure when the World Cup comes here in 2026, we're going to remember the fact that, oh, wow, three years ago, they just started on Apple TV. Taylor, final one that I wanted to ask you. You mentioned your dad at the beginning of this, and I, I do want to, to get into that because I, I think that's pretty cool that you grew up in St. Louis. You played high school uh, soccer in St. Louis. Your dad, of course, a, a integral part of soccer in St. Louis. How meaningful was that night for you and your dad? Yeah, I just, you know, oftentimes I'm the spokesperson, um, but I don't speak for myself. I don't speak for my dad. I speak... I think for the soccer community for the last 50 to 60 years. And it's just a privilege and it's an honor for me to have the microphone. But I, my father and I, and even my brother, who played a year with San Jose Earthquakes, were no different than anyone else. We're like every other kid in St. Louis that loved this sport, grew up playing this sport, and now you've got a real celebration and a pinnacle for all of us to support, all of us to grow, all of us to criticize, all of that. Now it's there. You know, for so many of us, I was a real good baseball player. It was a dream to maybe say, yeah, I want to play for the St. Louis Cardinals. Miguel Perez, Caden Glover. I mean, every kid now is going to go to St. Louis City and go to a game at City Park, and then all of a sudden they're going to say, wait a minute here. I'm not, I don't want to play for the Blues or the Cardinals. I'm going to play for City. I don't think anyone in St. Louis right now understands the magnitude of that and how that's going to change exponentially over the next 20 to 30 years, but even the next five to six months, there's going to be a different energy in the soccer community, and that's because the Taylor family believed in it, delivered City Park, and I think my father and I are just very fortunate to uh, have been there, but also my father's been a huge part of their community growth with the academy and whatnot, and, and it's all about St. Louis City for my dad. He's at that point where he can care less about himself. He just cares you know, more about giving back. That's it's awesome. also a, a special time for the development downtown as well, and yeah. that was one of the coolest things was everybody was downtown celebrating yeah, together. insane. That was insane to walk around and see that. Like, we need that in St. Louis. St. Louis is dead. We need evolution down there. And that was amazing on Saturday. Absolutely. It was was really cool to see. And I'm excited to see what it looks like, you know, three, four, five years from now as well as it continues to expand. Taylor, this has been awesome, man. Thank you so much for the time today. Sincerely appreciate it. I know you've got a million things going on right now. So for you to be able to take a little bit of your time out of your day to spend with us, we really appreciate it today. No problem. And I appreciate you guys covering the great game and uh, we should make this a regular thing.